Hey, my name is Amber Welford and I am obsessed with all things habits and systems. I'm a mama, wife, and entrepreneur who knows the importance of the little things in life. Each episode, I'll share tips for creating habits, talk about real life behind the scenes of motherhood, marriage, and building a business, and encourage the heck out of you with some tough love, all while enjoying a cup of coffee. So go grab yours and listen up. This is the Live Fiercely Podcast. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Live Fiercely Podcast. I'm so excited that you are here today to hear more about what I have to say on this subject. I shared about it on Instagram and my DMs blew up and I've had people talk to me about it and so I knew I had to come here and share about it as well. Talk to your kids about everything. In our household, we have pretty much an open book policy where the kids can ask us about anything and everything and we will be honest with them. This topic has stemmed because my oldest is in fifth grade and she has been going through different classes about alcohol and drugs and social media and you name it, all of the things. And so she will come home and ask us questions about it and, or, or have conversation or whatever. And the other day at dinner, we had a conversation uh, because my oldest and well, my two oldest have been in therapy for just over a year and my oldest is doing really well. In fact, to the point where we, after her last appointment, her therapist and I agree that we could back off to every eight weeks and her eight-week appointment was coming up and so we were talking about how well she's doing and how we think we're going to drop it for now and that's not saying that she couldn't go back someday but then anyway it led to a discussion about each of our mental health things and where anxiety really kind of shows so I talked about my seasonal depression my husband talked about his anxieties and how our middle daughter is exactly like him so we were talking about just the difference anxieties that we all have and how, you know, Carmen's is more situational and Sylvia's is at night with sleep. And it led to just a really good conversation at dinner about, you know, normalizing mental health issues. And that is the whole point of being an open book about everything is to just normalize it all. Because mental health issues, physical issues, puberty, sex, periods, um, alcohol, drugs. What else have we talked about? I mean, there's, there's no boundary really. So so many things that we talk about, it's just normal. Uh, but we didn't talk about these things growing up. And I think of like, how would my life be different if I had somebody I could talk to about sex? Would, Would I have had a healthier view of it going into my marriage? You know, deciding I wanted to save myself for marriage, but then all of a sudden I can have sex because I'm married, but I have never really talked to anybody about it. And so like, is it good? I, I don't know. And then the flip of a switch, you're supposed to be okay with it. And it took me a long time to get there. But honestly, we just want to have these conversations with my kids so that when they come across a situation or how they have sex before they're married. Like they, they are drinking. Like I, I don't want these situations for my kids, but the fact of the matter is it, it could be my reality someday, their reality someday. And I want their mom and dad 
to be the first people they turn to, not the people they avoid. And so, I mean, my daughter, my oldest was 10 when I brought up sex and explained what sex was. And it was probably, I don't know, six-ish months later that my almost nine-year-old, nine-ish-year-old, found out about sex as well. I didn't plan for it to happen, but she saw something in, oh, I was reading The Naked Marriage by David Ashley Willis. And there was something about sex and she asked me. And so I was like, all right, buckle up. Here we go. And I just talked to her about it. And the funny thing is when you bring up those awkward things that that can feel awkward for them, when you bring it up as the parent to talk to them about it, they feel less awkward than coming to you to talk about it changes that are going on in their body. Like, can you, I mean, we all did it, right? We did it. We went through that. But what would it have been like to feel really comfortable talking to my mom about the fact that I wasn't growing boobs at the same rate my my classmates were? Or how to use a tampon? <laughs> I, I honestly, I just didn't feel that comfortable going to my parents when I was growing up about those things. So I would turn to my friends um, and no, no fault to my parents. I mean, my parents are great, but I just know that I want that for my children. I want them to have me to turn to uh, when they do get their period or, I mean, we talk about like crushes already and (laughs) It's such a like weird and cool thing to have these conversations because part of me is like, um, wasn't I just changing your diapers and nursing you? And the other part of me is like, I'm so glad we can have these conversations together. And so don't be afraid to have these conversations with your kids because these things are part of everyday life. They are normal And they don't have to be awkward, but it takes that step of you talking to them about it or they will feel awkward coming to you to have the conversation. And then they will probably just talk to their friends about it, maybe, or maybe not. Maybe they will just keep it internalized, which isn't good either. So I love having these conversations with my kids. Like there are definitely times where I have to hold back the laughter, right? Like... (laughs) Sometimes I don't like when my oldest, both of my big girls knowing what sex is like their, their response is just that it's gross. And I just kind of giggle and I'm like, it might seem like it is right now to you, the age you're at. And someday when you are married and having sex with your husband, you'll find out it's, it's far from gross. Well, That's not true because sex can be gross, but it's also absolutely wonderful. So being able to just have those real conversations with the kids and a couple weeks ago, we were having a conversation about marijuana and alcohol. And uh, actually, we've been talking a lot about whiskey plates lately, too. Just the most random things. But my oldest asked how old I was when I started drinking. And I told her the honest answer. Oh, we've been talking a lot about swearing as well lately. And my kids are at the age where it's different than when they were two, four, and five, right? Because 
Well, I guess it would have been two, five, and six. It doesn't matter. <laughs> At that age, they repeat those things, right? Like it's their job, especially when they're like two, three, four. And they get a reaction out of people, so then they keep repeating it. But now, at the ages that they're at, they know what is appropriate language for their age and that cursing is an adult language. <laughs> and so we talk about it and, uh, you know, they'll I'll give them permission to say, like, whatever swear word that they saw today, if they have a question about it or whatever. And um, anyway, we were talking about swearing. And the girls asked uh, if if their dad and I swear. <laughs> Are you laughing with me? <laughs> uh, and lo and behold, were they shocked to find out that mom swears more than dad? <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, but I love to just like have these conversations with them, to be honest. And I think it helps that trust factor, right? I will also say and, and just be honest with you in saying that I'm trying to be better about my reaction as well to uh, them doing things wrong and not snapping and not, uh, yeah, just being snappy, I guess is the best way to put it when it comes to, um, I'm trying to think of a situation. So Let's say, for example, uh, one of them was on their Chromebook from school. They were working on, I, I don't know, they like to write books on their Chromebook, like in Google Docs, or they were playing one of the school games on their tablet or their Chromebook and they weren't supposed to be. Like, they, I walk into the room and they slam it shut. Like, their reaction to slam it shut tells me that in the past I have reacted strongly enough that they are afraid that they're going to get in trouble. So we've had conversations even about that, about how I'm working on being better at not snapping at them when they do something wrong. So that, and this is just between you and me, and and I've, I've talked to them about this too, but like I'm working on that personally because I've also told them that if, you know, they're at a party one time and they try a beer and they have some alcohol and they all of a sudden realize what they've done. They feel uncomfortable. They want to leave. They can call me no questions asked. We won't even have discussion that night. Just I'm always a safe place for them. But if their reaction is, oh my gosh, my mom's going to kill me. That's on me. And so I I feel like this is a whole nother topic, but it, it also is just something to keep in mind. And it's something to keep in mind from when they're young on because it becomes a habit for you uh, to react that way. And it becomes just automatic for them that that's how you're going to react when something happens that they know you won't like. So just something to think about there with that. But have those open conversations with them because they can be so good for your relationship. And the reality is they are going to hear about these things no matter what, <laughs> the world will teach them. Do you want that? I want to teach them. When my girls ask me something, we have real conversation about it. Today, the day of this recording, I was having a conversation with my big girls about social media and why they won't be on social media for a very long time. 
and, and just being very honest with them about the inappropriateness of social media for children and for their brains and their mental health. And so, and not having that because I said so attitude, uh, that that's frustrating for them. And it's frustrating for us because then they keep nagging us about it, but just, just being honest and open is going to be so good for the relationship with your children. And I'm saying this with kids who are about seven, nine, and 11 at the time of this recording. And so I have no idea what the teen years are going to bring. And my hope is that this will continue to lead to them coming to me throughout their teen years. Uh, But this whole parenting thing is just, you know, an experiment. (laughs) Sometimes we just fly by the seat of our pants and do the best we can. And that's part of what I love to share here on this podcast is how can we help each other be the best moms that we can be. And this is one way that I have found. And for the record, I have had some moms who are in the season ahead of me where their kids are teens and college age. And they have, they've confirmed this with me that yes, this is going to be a great thing for you as your kids get older. And so I wanted to share it with you. I hope it hit home for you. And I'm just going to pray for courage for you because these conversations aren't easy to have and they can feel awkward and they can feel weird, like vulnerable. They can feel vulnerable just putting yourself out there and sharing about sex and sharing about how old you were when you started drinking or if you've tried marijuana or what kind of mental health struggles do you deal with, but it will be so good. So good. So I just pray for courage for you that you are able to share these things with your kids to normalize that all of these these things uh, are just a part of our our everyday life and they will continue to be part of your child's life and that hopefully you will be the person that they turn to when they need to talk about any of these things. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Live Fiercely podcast. If you love anything you heard today, then go share the love with your family and friends. Take a screenshot of the episode, share it to your social media, and don't forget to tag me. Girl, I appreciate you so much for being here, for walking through this life with me. Now go out there, grab a cup of coffee, and live fiercely.